Yes, yes, y'all. It's the full disclosure show where we tell it like a T.I.S. Y'all know what it is. Derek Lamont wins the first right by my side. Big Dick Dashley, Bobby Rich Green, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. Here we are, y'all. What up with it, man? What's up? Happy birthday to all the cancers out there. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, man. Shout out to everybody that was at the Glenville Fest yesterday. The 41st annual Glenville Fest. You see how the blast out there. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Shout out to my man Quaz, my man Damon. Yeah. So what's going on? What's good? What's good? Again, I want to shout out, man, to everybody who's been giving us the feedback on the show. It's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. Everybody was like, yeah, we, you know, we like what you're doing, so we're going to try to keep doing it, keep pushing it, you know what I mean? Share it, put it out there, podcast, Stitcher, uh, Spotomatic, Apple, you know what I mean? Uh, Breaker, we worldwide, baby, we worldwide. So uh, I guess we're going to go ahead and get into some of the proceeds this evening. We're going to uh, like everybody for joining in on the on the. Uh, on the air, give us your comments, give us your feedback. Give it, let me see the uh, callback number. We're gonna put the callback number up there. I gotta write that number down, man. I can't never remember. You know, <laughs> you know, you can't remember numbers by heart these days. You know what I mean? I gotta write it down. But uh, yeah, we 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 dying, <laughs> we dying to hear your feedback. So, and, you know, without further ado, we're gonna go ahead and get into the get into the show. Dick Dashley, like to. Get on the mic for the symphony. You know, I definitely will. What's going on with you, Reese Rankin? Derek, great nephew. How you doing? Uh, I'm going to start off this week. We're going to talk about uh, Jeff Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, the, uh, the billionaire pedophile. Killed himself this week. Mm. Killed himself. Uh, he was on trial or uh, looking to face trial for uh, sex crimes for trafficking young minor women back and forth on his private island, uh, making videotapes, doing sick things. So he was being held in a Manhattan prison mm-hmm. uh, awaiting trial. He had beat trial once before, got a, a, a sweetheart plea deal where he had house arrest for some of the same charges. He's been linked with some of the biggest names in the world, whether it be uh, political, what have you. Uh, just name a few: Bill Clinton, uh, forty-five, Donald Trump, a few other people. So as he was awaiting trial, they had him on suicide watch, mm-hmm. and uh, somehow he was mysteriously able to kill himself on suicide watch. So, you know, when somebody's determined like that, I guess they don't get it done <laughs> one way or another. It's gonna find you. It's gonna get you, get you, get you. But uh, in this situation, uh, this man found a way to kill himself. And I would say that I'm one of the one of the people who who smell something fishy here. You know, not that I I could care less that a pedophile is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know he has yeah, family we, that loves him. We won't, or we won't be shedding no tears. Exactly. That knowing if that hurts your feelings. Yeah. So you know, I, I feel for his family. However, you know he uh, you know he did some dastardly things to a, a bunch of young women. And 
I guess now he's he's meeting his fate or what have you. So, you know, uh, Lisa, I'd like to get your take on this. You got a guy, he's suicide watch. He uh, comes up dead. You know, I, I haven't even heard how he killed himself. Yeah, you know, what, what did he do? Did he, did he himself? hang himself? Did he uh, take some mysterious poison? You know, I, I think that there's a lot of not missing in this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of missing factors. Um, like you said, I agree with you. I smell a little something fishy going on here. Um, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You get what you get, what you give. So I don't feel bad. I feel like, you know, our government is so corrupt. More than likely, it has something to do with something. Well, we know he knew. We know for a fact that he knows some higher players and some high places. You know, this guy wasn't doing this alone. All right, so we know that he knew some people's business. So when you when you had that and the guy is going to trial and you know he ain't built for that life, you know he's going to say whatever he needs to say to make his own state more comfortable or to get out sooner. He ain't, they, 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 there's no cold. You know, he's snitching right off rip. Look at his face. They looking like, oh, yeah, he's snitching. He's telling. He's telling it all, you know. And so when the guy comes like suicide comes up there, how can you not put the, the what, you know, connected dots? You know what I mean? Even if he did kill himself, he, he killed himself before they could kill him. <laughs> yeah. He already knew what it was. He already knew the uh, repercussions that he was getting ready to go through. Whether he told, he was either gonna have to tell and deal with them repercussions of being a snitch, or not tell and go to jail and deal with that. And you know how they do people that was uh, child molesters in jail. Mm-hmm. So and, and it's crazy because you know I'm always the number one. Uh, conspiracy theorists, <laughs> but it's like people jump on the conspiracy so fast now. Now I'm the one to be back off. Hold on, what's my job? What you doing? Y'all trying to put me on business? Y'all beat me to it. Now I'm like, well, it may not be. I sound like people used to say to me. You know what I mean? But because, but you got to sit back sometimes and see like a situation like this. I mean, how could you not? Like it's obvious that he was feeling the pressure. That's why he killed himself. Now you can see if he killed himself. So either way it go, the man was gonna end up. He was never facing trial. <laughs> he was, he was mm. never gonna make it a trial. That's what happened. Mm. I don't know how true this is, but I did see an article where they were saying that um, he was gonna be a whistleblower. You and damn was, sure was, right. Was, uh, that's the white. Right, that's the white man's term for snitch. That's what. Mm. <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. We say snitch. They say whistleblower. He's gonna be a whistleblower. They make it sound all dignified. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a whistleblower. <laughs> Motherfucker, you a snitch. You was, was a rat. He was singing. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was starting saying on the streets. I was like, I was a whistleblower. I was a whistleblower. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no snitch. I'm a whistleblower. whistleblower. Motherfucker, you a snitch. Respect me. Respect my telling skills. Well, you know, first off, I feel, you know, sorry for his victims. Anybody that was victimized or taken advantage of by this man, you know, uh, you, you have my deepest, you know, sympathies for your family, yourself. That's nothing that you can get over uh, really easily. So, you know, he scarred a lot of these young ladies for life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he deserved whatever he got. You know, 
I'm pretty sure he would have got life in prison, you know, without parole. You never know. But, you know, with people like that that have so much money, you know, they have the opportunity to get in and out of these types of things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're talking through this while we're reloading on Facebook for whatever reason. We're coming up against every single thing that's being mm -hmm. thrown at us on this. So, you know. I, I thought I was just tripping. No, 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 you're not. So, um, but once again, I don't want sentiment to be lost on the victims. You know, those are things that these young ladies will probably never recover from. And even if they thought they were willing participants, he was still old enough to know that he yeah. should not be doing some of those things. I mean, you know, we we could say we, we, we get on some of our people, you know, you think of R. Kelly in this situation, uh, you know, and taking advantage of these young women, you, you got to get on Jeffrey Epstein. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to have that same energy for him. That, that we have for R. Kelly. You see, they're not letting it go with R. Kelly. They keep finding different things. Keep finding things. And it's not to, to confuse the two, but I would say, Derek, you, you made a good point on the conspiracy theory, theories. There is a part of me that says, if you're on Suicide Watch once again, how are you able? I mean, that's your job. You got one job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's going to try to kill himself. So what you want me to do? Wow. <laughs> you got know, yeah, one job. Yeah. Here you go. You want a rope? Okay. Well, he said he wanted to exercise. <laughs> yeah. Skip rope. Uh, so yeah, but uh, it, it is, and you, we'd be remiss to talk about how the Cosby's and the R. Kelly's, you know, was was lauded, and even though this is getting some, this is getting some steam. You know what I mean? Is it's nowhere near the same steam that these other, these were celebrities or whatever you want to call it, were getting. And this dude, I mean, this he needed a whole seven-part series. He needed a whole uh, season, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, he, was, he was doing the most. and uh, He was flying them in and out. I mean, the people in the airport knew that he was flying these young girls in, you know, joking and laughing about it. So, I mean, but you're part and parcel to it. I was going to say, so not only do uh, this guy need to be held accountable, Everybody that participated, the airlines, the, yeah. you know. Well, that's what well, he had his own plane. So what you said, the people that were, people knew. At the airport. The, the people that was allowing well, him to fly well, those into. people yeah, need to be. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I agree with you. So if Dominique Newman Everybody Scott, needs to be held accountable or right. people just going to keep doing these sorts of things. So that Sheila Turner. Just be like, okay. Ari. I yeah. don't, you know, as long as I do this part of it. Mm -hmm. then, I'll be okay. So, yeah. Tyrone Reese. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So, you know, if you're just tuning in, we were having technical difficulties on the Facebook side. For the people on the podcast, they, they, they didn't see a, hook, a hiccup. But we're talking about Jeff Epstein and the fact that he committed suicide prior to being held accountable for his heinous crimes. Yeah. You know, anybody doing sex crimes, you know, children, women, you know, you, 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 there's no place for you on this planet. You know, as far as I'm concerned, it should be a death penalty that's associated with any pedophile. If you're found guilty of pedophilia, I believe there should be a death penalty for it. At least at least chemical castration. But see, then you, but then you, that's why you have a guy like this that's so high up and is so plugged in. You're talking about judges. You're talking about prosecutors. You don't think them guys is going over there having sex with the little girls, you know what I mean? So it's against their best interest that 
these penalties don't be as stiff. As a matter of fact, they try to massage it as much as they can, you know, to the point where they try to classify it as, as a just a preference. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, that they trying to decriminalize it at all. Yeah, they're trying so, to make it a disorder. Yeah. To be a, a pedophile. They want. They saying that it's a disorder, and now they're trying to find some way to get people out of it because now people that were in high-ranking positions are now starting to get busted in this. So now they need some kind of smokescreen. But it's just. I mean, so it would have been interesting to see what kind of sentence the man would have got. You know, it would have been interesting to see if we would if it would have been justice per se, you know what I mean? Had he would have got it fair. Because I'm assuming it, it sounded like life to me, but you know how that go. How It wouldn't be surprised if he got six months probation. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it wouldn't have been a surprise to me at all, so. Well, that's what he got last time. He, he, yeah. he was able to stay at home and, and serve it out. I mean, this is not the first time this man has been brought up on charges. So, You'd never know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that he would have, uh, you would think that he would have stood a chance to beat these charges because he's beat them before. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know, once again, I'm not shedding a cheer for him. We talk about Jeff Epstein again committing suicide. I don't, I don't, I don't feel for him. Right. You know, I don't feel for him. You know, I know he has family that loves him. You know, I, I don't know. Does he have children? Does he? I'm not sure. Was he babysitting the kids? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I don't want to go to Uncle Jerry's house. <laughs> oh. He has to be too tight. <laughs> you know, for real. I mean, but now his family has to deal with not only yeah. his suicide, his death. Now they got to deal with all the backlash of oh, the horrible things that he's done. So, And that is an interesting thing be because hard. if he does have children of his own, it's a special type of hell for you, bro, but... You know, if he, you know, when we what we do affects people around us. Mm-hmm. You know, so he took the car. He well, you know, he took the car way out, killing himself. But now your wife or your sister, your mama, you know what I mean. Everybody who is related to you is gonna have to hear. You know what I mean. Your name and have to hear and, and the whispers that they that they maybe they knew maybe they didn't know. Oh, she knew she knew. She probably was helping them. You know what I mean. And that's gonna follow them. Well, you know what your favorite president came out and said. He was like he believed that the Clintons had something to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. What? Did he really yeah, say he that? Yeah, he really came out. He, he he intimated that the Clintons might have had had this man killed because he, they didn't want their secrets coming out. Uh, Donald Trump, you the one in all these photos with this dude at his parties and y'all playboys and laughing together. And best believe Donald Trump was on that island getting his thing. Best believe it. I bet my whole <laughs> life Donald Trump made several visits to that island. The yeah. sentiments expressed by one person on this panel was not. <laughs> I put everything out. I, I, I bet it. I bet it. 45 ain't done. Nothing wrong. <laughs> I bet it. He probably got his own suite. Donald Trump probably went over there because he heard it was a storm and he was making sure everything was okay. It took care of him like he took care of Puerto Rico. He got the whole, he got his own suite. He was like, you, would you like to come to the Donald Trump suite? We have a comment. Veronica Thor said suicide. Yeah, okay. He was connected to some powerful people and had, what did he say? What did you say? It had dirt on them, including 45. They had that man killed or his money bought 
Uh, his money bought him witness protection. Oh, I didn't think about that. Or his money bought him witness protection. Okay, I, I like that from the yeah. elites. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. thought about that. You know what? Because yeah, where's really, the body? Where's the body? Where's the body? That's another conspiracy. There's another one. Wow. Well, see, he might yeah. be Muslim. They might bury him at sea, so we never know. Yeah. Wow. Gotta come up missing. <laughs> they don't want him to become yeah. a martyr. Yeah, so <laughs> pedophiles everywhere, though. <laughs> Band together. Hey, we want to hear your opinion. 330 578 4230. That's the number. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there it is. By the way. Yeah, give us a call, man. Let us hear y'all take. We we know it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? We call it. We throw the flag. You know, it's, it's definitely, you know, a stench from here to. Mexico Bay, you know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm surprised I didn't think about it sooner. Like, I should have been, like, usually be on it, like, oh, this guy going to end up dead. Yeah. But honestly, I haven't been following I it. That. I hadn't oh, been following it. I've seen it yeah, here and there, too. but I haven't really been, you know. And then all of a sudden, when I saw the breaking news, he was dead. I was like, oh, man, let, now let me go look and see what really was happening. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, but it's not surprising. Not surprising at all, and for anybody who would come out and say, "Oh yeah, well, maybe he," I mean, like I said, it's a possibility he killed himself, but it's because he wanted to do it before they got to him. He knew they was coming, you know what I mean. So it's either yeah. it's either me do it, or they gonna do it, or, yeah. or one way or the other. Or, he or he's been a coward, and he did all this stuff to. What was that one guy that uh, had the girls locked in the basement in Cleveland? Angel yeah. yeah. Castro, or something yeah. like Castro, Eric yeah. Castro, Castro, yeah. So. Uh, Castro, Castro. Yeah. The street was on so well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the no, house so was so well. No, no, so well. Black Anthony dude. so was the black dude that oh, was. Uh, he was yeah. a serial killer killing those, yeah. those women. Right. I'm talking about the guy that locked up the three girls. He didn't even face trial. He killed him. He, now that was a coward's way out. Now he killed himself. There's mm-hmm. yeah. proof of that, you know. So I wonder if this stuff gonna come out, mm. you know. So. Probably mm. not. Wow. Are they gonna make it? They're gonna give you what they want you to see. But like you said, D, I mean, I, I was, <laughs> I was amazed that one of my nephews posted about, hmm, this is fishy. I was like, wow, I thought we were the conspiracy theorists here. <laughs> uh, you're right. We, we go out there, well, hold on. We don't know everything. <laughs> you know, you can't just be, so, you know, it's, it's funny because somebody else posted like, uh, uh, like, oh, I see everybody saying that he killed himself, but ain't nobody going to think that they might. And I'm like, bro, have you been watching everybody in pretty much? feels that he was murdered. I, there's, there's not one response that I saw where people was like, oh, maybe I think he might have killed him. The, the, the sentiment is he was taken care of. You know, and that's the overwhelming sentiment that I've been saying. Sleeping with the fishes? Yeah. But then again, he could be he could be in Cuba. Yeah, or he yeah. could be in, in Russia or somewhere. You know, Donald Trump probably sent him to Russia. Russia, yeah, I'm going to say yeah, Cuba. But, yeah, yeah he'd be in Russia. He, can't, he ain't going to be messing with the Cubans. Yeah, so yeah, this is yeah, so. authority said. Uh, she said when they kill themselves in jail, don't they say what the cause is immediately? Strangulation, asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with it. They normally do. They give you some cause. They we just said <laughs> he committed suicide. Today. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the people who are watching him so he wouldn't commit suicide <laughs> told us that he committed suicide. Wow. So should they be fired because they failed at their <laughs> jobs? I mean, come Pretty on. They should be fired. Goodness gracious! You had one job. One job. You had one job. (laughs) So yeah, this is the full disclosure show. Dagnamot wins first. 
Big Dick Dashley, Barbara Rich Green, Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house. What's up, Tanya Mitchell? Y'all excuse us, we having a little technical difficulty with the Facebook feed, but you know, you can always catch us on the podcast, on Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, you know what I mean, and uh, tap in with us. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get into Miss Lisa Burnett's topic of discussion. Uh, I am going to post this question again in the room, my topic. Um, I want to talk about when a child turns 18 or becomes a adult and moves out, should the parents stop parenting? And is it solely the responsibility of the child to keep in touch with the parent? Or is it a two-way street? What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, elaborate on what you, and, and if you could read some of the comments that was posted, if you can pull them up, some of those comments that were posted already on that topic that you put in there. Rich, you want to? Sure, let me get to it. All right, while she's doing that, I mean, I commented on there, and I think you'll find my comment, but I would kind of paraphrase my thought process. Parenting is a lifetime thing. Once you have a child, it doesn't stop at a certain age. I don't think parenting ever stops, if that's the type of parent you are. Now, some people are like that. Like, I've shown you as much as I'm going to show you. You learned as much as I'm going to learn. It's like the animal kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, the mom raises the, the, the cub from a little age and teaches them how to hunt and forage for themselves and do things. At that point, mama said, I showed you all I could show you. Bye. A little different with humans. You know, we us being connected and having language. I personally think as a parent, parenting never stops. You know, age doesn't mean that it's the end of parenting. Mm -hmm. You know, to this day, I walk in, my mother's face bright up. Oh, it's my baby, my baby here. You know, I'm her baby. And if she can offer me advice or give me something that's that's worthwhile, she'll do that. You know, it's not always monetary. It's not always uh, a deed, a gift or anything like that. But some kind words, some some sort of guidance. So uh, if if you're asking me, I think parenting never stops. You know, I got I have adult children. You know, I, they they my children. All my kids are adults now. So it don't stop. All I'm in here right now, you know, my food. Matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> so it don't stop. Yeah, I still go to my stop. mama's house and. Raid her refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> you know I still call my mama and ask her for help or ask her for advice or something. Even if I don't take the advice, mm-hmm. I still might call her and say, hey, mom, you know, what you think about this? What you think I should do? Uh, I think, especially fathers, I think that they would want to be more in their daughter's life. There's nothing more great than to see, to know that your dad is going to just pop up on you. I mean, sometimes you might get tired of it, but at the end of the day, you know that your father is there for you. You know that he can tell you, you know, you need you need to leave that dude alone. Mm-hmm. To know that your dad is there f- for you and to know that you dating a guy and he'll just pop up on you to make sure everything is all right, it kind of gives a girl reassurance and makes her feel safe. You know, like, oh, can't nobody mess with me because my daddy would come mm-hmm. and do this and do that. Right. You know, so I think maybe, I would think that maybe a father would be more inclined to be in his daughter's life. Mm. Now, what baffles my mind is to hear things like, oh, well, they don't call me. I feel like, you know, 
all relationships, whether it be personal, sexual, family relationship, is a two-way street. So if I'm calling you and texting you, you need to give me the same respect. And don't expect, and if you don't, don't expect for me to give you that respect as a parent. Because I personally feel like if you haven't been in my life, then you don't deserve for me to give you respect as a parent. I'll give you respect as a person because you're a human being. But I'm not going to give you the same respect as I would give my other parent that's in my life if that's the case. That's just how I feel about the situation. And just to to see fathers not be in their kid's life and then put it as if, the child is supposed to be responsible for keeping up a relationship and there's nothing wrong with you, you know, your your able body. Mm-hmm. A relationship well, is a two way street. Yeah, why should that be the, the kid's job mm-hmm. at that point? And I I've heard that. I've actually witnessed it. I've I've, I've, I've actually witnessed that. Too. But you know what? They were never parents in the first place. Most of those people. Mm-hmm. They just wanted excuses not to do it. And mm-hmm. as soon as the opportunity came for them not to be mm-hmm. able to provide that support, they didn't. And they used every single explanation and excuse they could not be in parents. I have a parent that doesn't really talk to uh, their grandchildren. And, hey, what's going on? Well, they don't do this. They don't do that. Heck yeah. You know, you didn't do this. You didn't do right. that. Yeah. Well, we got some comments here. Uh, you never stop. This is Veronica Thornton. You never stop being a parent. Uh, because of that, there will be ongoing dialogue started from both parties because of that. Now, Jacqueline Oriel Williams said, that question is so strange to me. So you're keeping track of who called who last? Uh, that alone speaks volumes about to me about the relationship. I agree with you. Um, Lex, shout out to us. Laugh out loud. <laughs> you know, my fool. Uh, Jacqueline Oriel Williams went on to say, uh, my kids will always be my babies. It'll never, it never stops. Uh, they'll go through stages where they think you're questioning their confidence by giving them advice or that it's not the, that's not the case. You're just being the same mom. That's right. They always your kids. Hey, Tanya Mitchell. I, I, I would definitely have to comments, agree. Lisa, yeah, I want to read one of these comments from when I had posted it earlier in the week. Kim Cottonball Massengale. What's up, Cotton? She says that... No, they should, they should not stop parenting. There is nothing wrong with guidance and reassurance about decisions or life in general. And I totally agree with her. Well, um, my thing is this. I think it depends on the, re- I think it depends on the relationship between the parent and the child. You know what I mean? And I'll speak for me personally. I've always tried to establish a relationship with my sons so that they would always seek my guidance. You know what I mean? They will always want to know, Dad, what do you think about this? Dad, what do you think about that? You know, just on a, whether it be a major decision in life or something small, you know, that they would, I would, I've always wanted to establish that type of relationship. So if they want it or, and, and, and I've told them too, like, you have to understand there's a lot of people that's not for I, I told my sons that your father and your mother both have your best interest at heart there's a lot of people that's not fortunate enough to have that i've seen parents undermine their own children you know what i mean time and time again i've seen it 
over and over. So in my in my, in my mind, you ruin your 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 relationship to be a parent after I get 18. I don't trust nothing you say if you're gonna undermine things that I've done. I've seen it horribly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it yeah. definitely goes. It's up to the child in that aspect. Do I want so? Not you know because if I establish this relationship now, when I see you doing something left, I can step in and say, "Hey, look, son, you you know what I'm saying Do you know you mm-hmm. fucking up, don't you? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, other than that, like it is a situation. As I, I know a guy, every girl is is my mom ever met, she didn't like. You know what I mean? No matter any ones he brought home, she did not like. Didn't like her or didn't matter. You know what I mean? And some of them was good women. Like he even say, you know, I fucked that up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was doing them dirty. Yeah. They were good women, and you know what I mean? He wanted it back, and they was like, nah, I want your, your, your mama's boy ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then when you do get a woman that, you know, and mama know. Like, mama know when that, when she ain't right. You know what I mean? And so, now she got that strong mama know, and so, but he don't want to hear that. You ain't, you ain't like, man, woman I brought in here. So, yeah. so when it is a woman that's a, a thought, and mama might have some inf- inf- intel on it, whatever. I'm deaf to it because you haven't been. You've been selfish. A lot of my, a lot of parents, out of fear. It's not even you love your child, but because you know. I remember when I first moved out, my mom was so scared what was going to happen to me that she didn't want. She didn't want me to leave. If she she put her feelings in, in in front of what was best for me. It's not like that. She didn't love me. You know what I mean? It's just so. You know, you know, you want to have the type of relationship where it's not meddling, cool. where they want you to be there, like where they want you, like you know that you ain't gonna be like in a mix all the time. You know, what are you doing? You fucking up. I, I, you ain't never. You know, I know a guy, man. He brought, he brought beats. He, I, he had, he brought beats his son all the time to me. You know what I mean? And I ain't never met his son, but he's like, you know, I told him he should have did this. He, he says it all the time. And I can only imagine what his son probably hears. He got to hear it. Because if he says it to me every time we at the gym, I'm hearing about how your son ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing. Just imagine if you were hearing it. So, yeah, so I think it also depends on the relationship. Veronica Thornton said, uh, people who feel they can stop parenting at any age and playing the who call who last game have been emotionally and psychologically damaged by someone at some point in their lives. I definitely have to agree with that. I, I, I find that crazy. Gabrielle Ramos. I want to know what 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 prompted that thought process. Like, um, did you see you saw it in action where someone wasn't taking care of their kid? I've seen it firsthand where I've heard I've heard these conversations and I've had these conversations with fathers. You know, but I hear it from women, moms, oh, I can't wait till you turn 18. 18, yeah, now that but, I do hear, yeah. But that wasn't what prompted this question. What prompted was I was having a conversation with someone, and they were speaking about, you know, my parent, you know, they don't do nothing for me, and this child is young, and the child is is a good child, you know, they're doing, they're going to school, they got a job, they don't have any kids, and they're trying to do the best for them, they're trying to do, be the best person that they are, I and they need help. I and parenting, the parent ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it made me start thinking about, you know, why? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What makes you feel as if you can't, you can stop parenting because if someone turns 18 or because they move out? I got you. And then I thought, well, how would a father feel if his daughter got married? And she chose to have a stepdad or a father figure walk her down the aisle. 
How would that make you feel? Ooh. How would y'all <laughs> feel about that? Well, you know what? That would be a testament to the relationship. Mm -hmm. If that did happen with one of my girls, one of somebody else walking down, that's telling me something. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't there for it. And now, as much as it probably hurt, it's probably deserved. So, sometimes you can't deal with the truth and you don't like your own medicine. And, What's your thoughts and on that, it? Either? And that's a way, that's, a, that's exactly what that is. That's a message. That's a, because I'm, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these situations where, where we're dealing with men is a, is a big thing about pride and his ego. You know what I mean? Like you said, if, if a daughter was to do that to her father, she's telling him something that she can't tell him to his face. Mm -hmm. So by this gesture, I'm going to have this other man walk me down the aisle because, you I, you know, maybe I can't come to your face and tell you that you wasn't a father, but by, by this gesture, I'm able to tell you. Now, would I be petty to ruin a wedding? Speak now, hold on one second. Them, no, there would be the ones, like once you tell them, that would be all upset. Oh, how could you do this to me? And knowing good yeah. hell well, why you, why it's like that, but they get defensive, and then, and then because you couldn't, you, this is probably why you couldn't tell them. You know what I mean? Because you know they're going to be like, oh, I did this for you. I bought you a, a, a race route track when you uh, was 13. You remember that? Uh, you I beat bought me you with it, too. I remember that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, but a lot of times we don't, we don't want to face the mistakes as parents. You know what I mean? That we made or in the things that we did. And sometimes your child is, reminds you of that mistake. You know what I mean? Reminds you of how shitty a person you are. Some, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, they come around. You know what I mean? And sometimes, really a shitty person, yeah, Dad. Sometimes kindness is, is, is the best revenge. Like, mm -hmm. you know, come around and say, you know, hey, I, you need anything? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? And knowing you ain't done nothing. Knowing you ain't done shit to deserve it. So. You know what, though? I, I think we all saying, you know, if you don't mind me speaking for you, you could correct me if I'm wrong. You're a piece of shit parent if you do something like that. Now, if you're sitting there and your kid begging all the time and ain't, you know, stuck on stupid and shiftless, that's another thing. You know, yeah. you're not just going to live off of me. You're not going to be uh, sitting here. I'm not your crutch. I'm not going to be mm -hmm. your lifelong crutch. I help you when you get in those, you know, those stuck places because we all need help at some time, at some point. But, you know, if you're not, you fell in the launch. You know, if I see some arrested development going on, yeah, I might... Handle you alone, Sometimes handle tough love is the best Say that. thing for a child or for a person, period. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> no <I'm>, love. <laughs> but no love, eh? Well, we we talk well, we all we all we all understand what's understood is if you still living in my house now, you know what I mean, there's a certain level of parenting yeah, that's gonna yeah, be yeah, there. You know what I mean? Regardless. Yeah. You still here, you know what I'm saying? Period. You gonna get some of this Hey, this parody coming, you know, you wanna do that. Parody come with this house. But uh what's up Tim Hughes. But even after, like I said, even and I'll even go I remember telling my son both my sons, maybe at fifteen or fourteen, like, look, these decisions are yours. <laughs> you know, I can only do even even as a young age, you can only do so much. And so it's like, well, you know, at a certain point, you know, when you are, I can't walk out here, hold your hand. I can't sit in school with you. I can't go, you know, with you your whole life. You know, I'm telling you this X, Y, Z. And so the decision is on you. And so go, you know what I mean? And, and so just letting them know that even when they get older, like you can, they can come to you for advice. They can, you know, da, da, da. And you can tell them whatever you're going to tell them. But ultimately the decision is theirs. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta play devil's advocate. You know, that's what I'm good at doing. What if you got a messed up kid? They just a knucklehead. And then you sitting there, you can't tell them nothing. They don't listen. At a certain point, do you have to take your hands off that child? Well, that, like, look, I gotta let them well, be. That, that's, 
parenting as well. Yeah. 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 But it was just why it's that tough love. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's yeah, sometimes, yeah, I well. got to turn my back on you because I got to let the world teach you a lesson because yeah. you ain't listening to me. See, I'm trying yeah, to tell you. It's not about, you trying to hurt me. It's not about, oh, yeah, I ain't fucking with you because you 18. It's because I ain't fucking with you because you an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to see how shit's going to, you know, you're going to see how uh, fat meat greasy on both sides. You know what I mean? So I mean, that's still a paradigm. Go ahead. It is, is that ideology that you need to reach out to me because I'm the parent, is that an older generation ideology is that a religious ideology like where did this thought come from for you know some a parent to feel as if you're a chip off my block you know i think this is just a lazy a lazy way to approach anything i agree because you know you sit here you got to reach out to me kids are inherently selfish they're narcissistic the world revolves around them we know this as a parent we know it's a very thankless thing that we do. Mm-hmm. We clothe, feed, everything. Get them through school. When they sick, we help them. We help them convalesce. It's very thankless. It is very thankless. At least mamas get thanked most <laughs> of the time. Dad, being yeah, a daddy yeah. is a very thankless thing, you know. So, uh, Clarice Rankin Reese said, as a parent, we have to understand we make the relationships. Exactly. We, I said, exactly we what have I was say. our children. Children. Uh, do get old enough to make it, I'm sorry, to make their own, what did she say, their own decisions. What we did or didn't do while they were growing up will always determine the relationship once they become adults. Well, also, I think that Very even if you have a bad relationship with that child when they're, when they're a child, if you grow up and then you try to be in their life and try to fix it, Depending on the depths of the child, depending on the depths of the relationship you had with them when they was a child, you can mend that relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the times people just want to just know that you are there and that you feel some empathy for what you did for them. I'm sorry, let me let me fix it. Can I be in your life? Sorry. Can I hang around? You know what I'm saying? Call call and check on your grandkids. Say call that. and check on your kids. That, you was, know? that was my situation yeah. with my father. I was like, look, he wasn't there for me. Now, I, 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 my parent was totally gone as far as that. My mama was everything for me. So once I got older, he started trying to come around once I had children. Now, some of them he doesn't talk to. Some of my kids he won't even reach out to, and another one he will. I still don't understand that. You know, he plays favoritism. But uh, he says, well, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. So when you're saying that, yeah. I could relate to it. But the other thing is, I want to do to allow him to be a grandparent. You know, do what you missed out with me. Mm-hmm. You know, take them to a baseball game. You know, he did try to take me to a baseball game once, but the game was over when we got there. And then we got <laughs> into a, a fight. There was a, somebody just used racial slur and yes. tried to bully him. But it was crazy. Anyway, bottom line is, I ain't had no daddy. Mm-hmm. So I wanted them to have a granddaddy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, and, you know, now he's a little bit sicker, but he, he stepped up to the plate for one of them. Amen. And, and I, I've, I've had this. I've had this What's conversation. What's Kevin Wright? Kevin Kev, I had this conversation. And I told. I told the guy. You know what I mean? That look, man. You, your responsibility with your son is yours. Like your son, it's not. It's not his job to come checking on you. You spoke. We brought him here. 
You know what I mean? It's we 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 are assigned with their protection. You know what I mean? So in in certain situations, besides we talk inside your child just being an asshole and you mm-hmm. can't do nothing with them because yeah. you want you don't want to go to jail. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Basically, what it is, and then that's a part of parenting too. But you know, certain situations like a situation with yours, your dad wasn't there as a young man. As you get older, it's his responsibility to call you, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look. I want you know I want and whatever whatever I want to be a part of this I want let me let me make this connection because yeah. I wasn't there yeah. now I had the other way around where you say is the asshole son and I've seen this you put the, I can't take it I'm gonna go to jail I'm gonna choke this motherfucker <laughs> get out you know yeah, what you I mean go, get out he go out there four five six years get his shit together That's now it. it's his responsibility to come see me and say hey. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to sit here like, oh, if he don't come call me, I don't, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You're still going to worry about your child. You're still going to want him to be all right. But it's just sometimes you might have to leave him out there like a fish on the road. Lisa has a good question. Was it a generational thing? And I think it is. I think that the people within there between like 60 and 80, they do have that kind of chip on the shoulder. Like the kids have to approach them at a certain point. Like, well, if they want something from me, they need to do this and that. I really do think it's that. But what they have to realize is, People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on that note, y'all listening to and watching the full disclosure so dang in my way of the first. Big Dick Daphne, Baba Rich Green, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. If y'all have if y'all rock with us, man, y'all usually know that Rich usually does the social media post of the week. But we decided to flip it over y'all a little bit, you know what I mean? I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna see if Rich would mind pull that article up and um in the group because there's some people commented on it in there as well. If y'all are not familiar, Marshawn Lynch. Legendary running back of the Seattle Seahawks and currently of the Rays. Beast mode. I don't know if he's still in the league. Did he retire? I'm not sure. But anyway, he recently held a, a football camp where he coached several hundred kids. And uh, there was a parent who took who took a, who took offense to how he he referred to her child. You know, apparently he told her the kid the kid did something, and he told him to get the fuck out my drill. And made him run, and the mother took offense to those, and then he, they recorded the the, uh, the 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 back and forth with Marshawn Lynch and his mom. We're gonna try to play this play this here for y'all, and uh, this one hit home, you know what I mean? Of course, because I coach football, I, I coach little league, midget league, whatever you want to call it, and uh, I've seen this firsthand many and many a times, and we're gonna and. Uh, we're going to throw it out here. We're going to see if we can try to play it. And we're going to throw it out here and get y'all thoughts on it real quick. We got it up here, Rip? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share the link inside the... Yeah, uh, share the link inside the... Inside the thing so they could go ahead and reference it. And I, I, I pulled it up, too. So I shared it right now as a link there for the people joining us on Facebook. And I'm trying to play it here. Here we go. Let me see if y'all can hear it. Can... Uh, Watch this video and see if y'all can hear this. We're gonna play a little little snippet of the interaction. Here we go. He's telling her, "Is that a, is there a man with you? he wants to?" Want to talk to the father? Yeah, he wants to talk to the father. Oh, shit. 
He's saying that they're not doing what they need to do. There's consequences and repercussions. We're going to swing it to the mother of the group and get her take on this situation. Um, I think that she may have been being a little bit, of, being a little hypersensitive to the situation. Now, I can understand, you know, she not wanting to have somebody cuss at her son. I can understand that as a mother. But if... If he's not saying, hey, you little punk bitch, get your ass over here and fucking run these. You know what I'm saying? If he ain't calling the little punk bitch or out of his name, then I can, don't go that far. You know, you just, you just, you just doing a little bit too much. Now you can bring that, bring him to the side and say, hey, look, I understand that this is how you talk to other kids. I understand this is how you run your team, but I would appreciate it if you don't use that language with my son. And leave it at that. She was being a little hypersensitive. She probably cusses at her son. Her son probably hears cuss words all the time. And that's probably not the first time he's been cussed at. Get out the refrigerator, you little shit. Mm. You sit your little ass down. <laughs> You're getting on my goddamn nerves. Dick Dazzling. You really want my opinion on yes, this one? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, Tell it like a T.I.S. Man, these weak-ass kids nowadays. <laughs> y'all, man, please. Y'all baby these, these little... Look, that's why the first thing he said, yeah, first thing people going to think, we're going to come up, toxic masculinity. Where's the dad? Because I want to talk to the daddy. Y'all women, y'all being emotional. You might not like what I'm about to say. Sometimes we as men, you can look at certain kids and know that they need more discipline than the next. You could look at them and tell, I could break his spirit if I say this or that. Her son is probably a little knucklehead. He wouldn't do what he was supposed to do. Now, I've coached Little League both football and basketball. I've never cussed at my players. Did I want to? Hell yeah. Especially some of them that, boy, they, they come grown. You know, a, and but, but, ahead, but you know, but the thing is, I, I refrain from it because there's a certain level of decorum I must convey as the adult in that. And there's a certain level of respect I want them to have for me and I need to have for myself. Now, Marshawn Lynch is Marshawn Lynch. When you go to Marshawn Lynch camp, you expect Marshawn Lynch to be Marshawn Lynch. That's just who he is. For them to be hypersensitive, see what you're doing is you're going to make it hard for your boys to be coach. Sometimes you need to hear things from people who love you that you may not like. Think tough of the love. meanest person you ever met. You're like, hey, they so mean, but you probably let that disorder the earth. Tough love. It's tough love. Mm -hmm. That's love. And he's like, look, it's unfair to these other kids if your kid out here being a little jerk and he holding up the drills. Now, 
Should he have dropped an air bomb? Maybe, maybe not. But that's how he get down. You know, I, I, cuss, I cuss like a sailor. We know that. But in certain ways that I'm going to talk to your kids. But uh, no, now when I'm being real, I will let uh, certain words fly. I'm a little bit more uh, reserved when it comes to children. But if I tell your kids, sit your ass down, I'm going to tell them, sit your ass down. And it's a rule. You bring your kid over here, I whoop ass. I don't sit here and, oh, no, you're going to go to timeout? No, I'm going to beat your ass. I told you twice. <laughs> don't touch that. Mm. Now, if I tell you again, I'm going to pop you. And then the kid will touch it. And I pop them, and they look like they're crazy. But what's the first place they want to go? Uncle Rich. They want to come back to see Uncle mm-hmm. Rich. Yeah, that's like, well, you know, the grandparent that's me, but everybody want to go to Grandma's house. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I kind of feel like... Kids love discipline. They do. That's what I was going to say. I feel like kids need that discipline, and kids respect the person who give you discipline versus that parent who don't discipline you. You kind of just look at them like your friend or... Get out of my face. I ain't trying to do that shit. <laughs> hey, we have it. Uh, for some reason, it's just resetting again. But Veronica Thornton went up. She put up something, D, before you get into your thing. She said, uh, I couldn't hear all of it, but I don't think it's a big deal. When you sign up for it, you're supposed to know what you're getting into. In certain situations, I expect it. I know Marshawn Lynch involved, uh, is more involved than you knew. Uh, when you signed up for it. I mean, you know what you get. This Marshawn Lynch. Shouldn't mm-hmm. you do some research about the camp and who this guy is before yeah. you just send your kid there? You better send him to Steve Young's Brigham Young <laughs> Mormon camp. Right. You know, you just sit to the Marshawn Lynch. Baby, I'm from Cali. This is what I do. Man, let me, I'm going to try to get, uh, we're going to try to get uh, my man Coach Tone on the phone real quick. Okay. You know, he was the head coach of the 49ers when I coached, you know, for so many years. And um, I love Marshawn Lynch. Let me say this. I, both of y'all made great points. I love Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is a woke brother. Marshawn Lynch dropped science. You know what I mean? I've, I've seen interviews with Marshawn Lynch, and, and, you know, he's he's a street dude. He's from the hood and everything. I love him. And, and the point you made, I think she was being hypersensitive. You know what I mean? It's one thing to pull your son out of the whole practice. All hey, together. Coach? Yeah. Coach Tom. You on the full disclosure show, man. Oh, okay, okay. Let's start on this guy. Uh, man, you know, we, we talking about that whole situation with Marshawn Lynch and, and how he talked to the, to, the, to the kids as far as using the, the F-bomb and telling them to get, out, get the fuck out of his, his, uh, his drill and how the mom took Amrit's. And uh, you was the head coach for me for, for, for years. And I've, I've seen you be very stern and, with kids and not have to cuss out them at one iota. I've seen you been very dis- – I've seen you shoot some kids up and down that deserved it without using one cuss word. How do you feel about this whole situation? You know, I thought it was over kids at first. I didn't realize the kids were so young. And we find the hand that says – that's part of football. They're supposed to be men. I think this was wrong. He could have been a better professional than that. You know? He could have reached these kids. I mean, some of these kids are never going to play football again. Right. Maybe 11, 12. I, I believe that's about how old they were. They, didn't, they weren't 15, 16 year olds. That's a good point. And most of them probably wasn't even football. It's just there for him. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I think he could have... He could have just talked to me. I mean, it wasn't there for football. Coming up. So, I mean, I thought it was a bad move. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I would... Uh, say what? What was he in high school level? That was then. Uh, if, 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 if it's high school, then he was, he was, he was, he was inherited, right? What you saying? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I don't think you really need that. Though. I mean, some people, my dad used to tell me, when you start using that kind of word, you got nothing to say. I mean, you do all that cuss, like you would hear somebody say, make the mother of your uncle tackle, but they ain't talking about how to make it happen. Uh-huh. Like you know, I mean, you got to show them something. Each mother has so much to the game. Older levels, yes, but them kids, no, they don't need that. All right, man. Thanks, thanks for thanks for chiming in on on the uh, show, man. Be full disclosure, so Coach Tony Snell. Uh, Tony, but uh, I saw you guys again. I, I love you guys doing. Thanks, man. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank Appreciate you. it. Yeah. That's not like uh, Steve Smith or somebody. <laughs> 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 a great job. Hey, y'all got the lady on there looking good. It's talking good. I love this show, man. I'm going to start calling it a little more often. Thanks, right, man. I appreciate, appreciate it, Tom. That. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right. All right. You too, brother. Take it easy. All right, man. And and see, and, and that's my point. I, and like I was saying, I love Marshawn Lynch and, and the fact that I've done this. I've seen it done. You you can, you know, the fact. And these are, you you said she was hypersensitive. And these are some pussy-ass kids. But if you were, if you were an adult and you're in a meeting, and your boss say, get the fuck out of my meeting. Hey, wait, hold on. <laughs> Turner said, she said, if they that sensitive, they're in the wrong sport. I, I mean, but no, it's not It's not that. It's not about, it's about respect. Yeah, it's respect. You understand what I'm saying? And her, her like, you know, the way she should have handled it, if she should have waited, she should have let practice finish because she's yeah. not teach her son about just yeah. pulling him out. Mm-hmm. Wait till practice is over with. You're going to finish the practice, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to pull you to the side, and I'm, I'm going to tell you how I feel about you talking to my son like that. That's right. And you're going to respect how I feel, period, so. point blank. I don't give a fuck who you are, yeah. my Sean Lynch. You're not yeah. going to talk to my son like that. Correct. It's just not going down. You know what I mean? Correct. And he's not going to, you're not going to uh, demean me about, so well, where's the father? No, no, I'm here. You're not going to talk to my son like that. You know what I mean? And he has to respect it. I've seen it. You know, I've, I've had kids that talk to me crazy mm. as a coach. And, you know, I, I'm like, look, I'm not done with this. Get, get her, get your money, your money back. We give her, I tried to get one kid three times, tried to get her mom money back. She wouldn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> she, and, and she was like, basically, like, you know, I don't have no recourse. She, she giving me, like, if he say this, bust him in his yeah, child. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's her attitude because she know, you know your kid. Mm-hmm. My son out there, I know my kid. So if you're talking to my kid it's like that, I know it's unwarranted. You know what I mean? You know if your kid an asshole, and if he needs to dig in there, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, the same time, he, I understand the sentiment. I, this is how we was coached. This is how our coaches talk to us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and we understand that, you know, some of these kids are soft, and they need to learn that. Life is hard. That's that hard, tough love. You know what I mean? At the same time, if the mom has offense with the way you talk to your son, he has to respect her wishes and sure. change his tone. He demeaned her, you know, by what a man. And I understand he wants to talk to a man. The man, we understand. 
Well, see, you know what I mean? Okay, I, I, I'm going to give you a little pushback there. I believe he asked for the man. Not only to say I want to talk to a man, but it's going to come off like I'm being aggressive because you're a female. So can I just talk to the man? Because I don't want it to appear because somebody was recording. And at a certain point during that record, he said, hey, you know, hey, point it toward me. Come closer. I want you to hear what I'm saying. But, because but, I don't want you to take it and be a misconstrued. But, but you know, I, you know I, I can't agree with that because the way he he's looking past her. Like, it's, I need to talk to a man. No, I'm standing here, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm standing right here. Don't look around me like, oh, I need to talk. And and, and I'm not saying that what he meant to do, but I can understand how she, she felt marginalized. Yeah. I'm you know good. what I mean? Yeah. Like, what you mean? I'm st- This is my son. You don't need to talk. You know, the dad. If the dad is in the life, I'll send him up here too. But right now, I'm here. You know what I mean? So, I think he was. I think he was. I understand the sentiment. Like I'm torn on it, but. If the mom feels this way about her son, like I, I was what with Coach Tom, he was one of the fairest. Like when I got into this thing, when I wanted my mm-hmm. kids to play football, I wanted my kids to play for him because I knew what he represented. That's right. I knew it wasn't all about wins or losses. I knew it was about helping the kids, teaching the kids, trying to build them into men. And it wasn't just some bullshit. And we, we scrimmaged a team one time. We were just talking about this yesterday when I knew I was going to do this topic. And there was a coach was talking to these kids crazy. I should have asked him about it while we were, he was on the air. And I, we, I'm on, we on the sideline, like, we're the coaches like, do y'all hear this? <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, God damn. And the parents over there, like, you know, I guess they were used to it by now. You know, I'm like, and, you know, it's a part like after the Caribbean, somebody had to go like, bro, you know. Talking to kids like that, mm-hmm. and he was yanking them up. You know what I mean? Real crazy, like nah. And I'm sure the parents probably was intimidated because he was a big dude, mm-hmm. and you know it was a mostly white school. So I'm, you know, I don't know, but you know, you just it's just if this is what I, I agree that she was hypersensitive when she she gave her son a bad lesson. Like okay, she gave him out. She get yeah exactly. She pulled him out to practice at that time instead of sitting there thinking about it. Like, maybe I'll, I'll wait to practice over and I'll talk to him. You know what I mean? So, it's a, it's a uh, delicate situation. I understand where he's coming from. I understand where she's coming from. But he has he has to respect the wish. The pussification of America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you, but see, that's the thing. You even said you can be stern. Without cussing, you said it yourself. Yeah, yeah. You didn't cuss at you. You know you didn't cuss I'm at your kids. kids you didn't I'm have to. And I, I didn't. I, we we have actually we have a contract that we signed that that forbid any of this behavior in front of the kids. Now, yeah. and and we were as a staff, we already talked amongst ourselves. And I'm a cusser, so and cuss words slip out. But I never was cussing at the kids. Like, you know what I mean? In, in such a way. We won a few more games. <laughs> we, we, we won a championship. I, mean, I, like, I ain't win no championship. <laughs> I probably should have cussed them damn kids. <laughs> we, went, we won one game but the whole know, season. I, I mean, should have cussed and, every game. And you know, cussing the parents up and grandparents. And even still, we would have parents that would, would come up, approach us, and have a problem with. You know, mostly if they child was playing or not. You know what I mean? You got a comment here? Yeah, Veronica Thornton said, my opinion, but I understand both sides. There are times when moms are oversensitive about our kids. But when you get kids, especially boys, involved in team sports, there's a certain level of aggression expected. To intervene in that moment, she was overstepping. And he was trying to point out uh, in a roundabout way what the issue is. But there was a lack of respect on both sides, in a way. 
I agree with now that. That's coming from a mom's perspective. With that. I agree okay. with that 110%. What's up, Whitey? Y'all saying? Hey, what's going on with you, Lamar? My brother. Mason. I agree with what she just said. They both, you know, there was a lack of respect on each side. I think they both was going off emotions and not thinking through. Maybe she should have sat out and had a chance to think through what she needed to say and what she really was feeling. Then they could have better came up with a solution because from the looks of this video, they probably didn't even come up with a solution as to the problem. But still, like Derek said, I, I got gotta gotta be fair. Um, you know, if that's not what you were expecting, I mean, you gotta be <laughs> not knowing who Marshawn Lynch is, because Marshawn Lynch is Marshawn Lynch. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry, you yeah. know what you're getting into. But but but, but you know, you got a whole. He he's he's an NFL player. Like he, he Coach said, he a lot of the kids were there just because it's his camp. Mm -hmm. Like so, you know, he's Marshawn Lynch, but he's an NFL like. He, he has a standard that he has to, a professionalism that he has to represent too out there. You know what I mean? He, he, he go, it's not going to be no cameras like that at my coach, at our practice. Mm -hmm. But at, Mar at his practice, every, the parents, everybody, everything's going to be, mic you know, under a microscope. He has to realize that. You know but what see, I mean? Then you're going to get him watered down. The kids no, you, you, can't, you don't have to water yourself down. All you got to do is... I, I mean, so when you didn't cuss at your kids, were you warning yourself down? No, that's just me, though. But, but I'm saying, no, yeah. it ain't. You a cussing yeah. motherfucker. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, how yeah, but you ain't cussing. See, you, that's what I'm saying. There's a certain level of respect yeah. you have for your kids that you didn't lose profile. Well, sit your it ass down. Is that cussing? Well, I'm going to tell mine to sit my ass okay. down. Well, and I, I might tell yours to yeah, sit yeah, your yeah, ass yeah, down. Yeah, but so, if I don't know you. So if ass is a cuss word, I cuss at my kids. But they need to sit their ass down. Their parents understood. Uh, he can. You can get the I same. Know, you I ain't drop no f bomb. You can get the, the same benefit out of not cussing than you can from cussing. Matter of fact, you might even get more from a kid. You know what I mean? But every now and then, you oh, can I let one slip. I agree. So the kids be like, because they don't hear it from coach. Yeah. When the coach, we made coach cuss. No, look, know. look. I, and this is this is 2019, man. I'll put it to you like this: Before I was coaching, when my kids played as younger. I didn't even want their mother there <laughs> yeah. because she just don't understand certain yeah. things. You know what I mean? Like the way the, the, the coaches are <laughs> to the kids. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, hard. yeah, you know what I mean? That's what he's supposed to do. And the physical is like, you know, no, you don't need to be a practice. Go home. I'll bring him home. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the doesn't even realize that when that little boy be with his friends, he probably calling everybody all kinds of bitches. Yeah. Fuck you. They playing the game. Yeah. Fuck you. This, that, well, that. And, and that's a good point. I'm glad you said that because we actually had to make a rule for our kids not to cuss. Because that's how they, they talk to each other. And on our field, yeah, yeah, it wasn't going down. So how how am I going to be cussing? Contract. Right. Yeah. How am I going to be out here cussing, cussing, and fussing? And we trying to tell them not to. And nigga this and nigga that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah and, that was You know word. what I mean? Yeah, that's that it. The word. Nah, not that's out here. No, not out there. here. But see, Mar Marshawn Lynch being Marshawn Lynch, that's how he talks. So And, she, and that was one of the things she took homage to in the video. When he was like, you know, we say nigga out here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. See, you you just, you know, I, well, in, in that situation. Brian Gordon went on to say, he is still a person, and during his career, he represented himself in the same way. That was his level of professionalism. You know why I'm here. That, to me, that's that's almost, uh, that almost equals, this is how I am. And we talked about yeah, bettering you know, yourself, bettering yourself and we training. talked about principles of, What's yeah, going on, that man? whole animus, but this is just me. 
This that how I am, yeah. and that gives me the right to treat you. Nah, motherfucker, you gonna respect me. I don't care if you cut your mama out, your door. You know what I mean? You gonna respect me. I'm not gonna buy that. It's football, I'm just like man. that, man. Sometimes these kids is pussified, man. I, I'm if it was, if sometimes it, you get your kid into football because he's too soft. Mm. So sometimes you get him in there because you want well, him to get you know, tough. Well, you know, I was you cu- cussing ain't gonna make him hard. I've been cussing at him all this time. It ain't working. <laughs> I mean, okay, but, okay, but see, to, to his in his defense, we didn't see how it was delivered. Did he say, "Get your effing ass in my effing drill, you effing loser," or did he say, "Get the f out my drill"? And then, oh, that's just it. We don't know. Well, even it don't matter no, if she matter. felt if she felt. Some type of way about it. I, I agree that she was hypersensitive about pulling her son out. Mm. I, but if this, she felt some type of way, she should have waited till practice over, expressed herself to him, and he need to respect it. Okay, all right, I got you. I won't cuss at your son. Problem solved. So, so do we equate cussing with being tough? Is that part Is of the, that's, that's part you of. You can only be tough if you cuss. Or you, or you know, making making your kid tough, beating them up all the time, thinking that, that makes what, them tough. Is that that might not that don't, yeah. For being a man, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a great mm-hmm. question, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a very good question. I don't know from now on when I if I coach again, I'm gonna have three things on the field. And I'm gonna show parents right now. Don't bring your kid out here if you ain't don't like this. I'm gonna have a switch. A belt and an extension cord. <laughs> Don't bring your yeah. little monkey ass you, out here. You ain't coaching like that. You ain't coaching in 2020. Yeah. You, know what I'm you ain't coaching. I'm having an undefeated team. <laughs> you ain't coaching too. Like coach is gonna kick our ass. We over here, this guy. Uh-uh. Then I would put him on punishment. Dominique Nunu Scott said, uh, "Yes, we should lead by example and not cuss in front of our our ours." Uh, they observe everything we do in front of them. That's no, true. No, I'm a cuss in front of my kids. My kids know. I'm, I'm now. Nah, we talking about minds now. I'm a cuss in front of my kids. I think we personally. My my personal opinion is we are too sensitive. Mm-hmm. I I mean, you know what I'm saying? Cuss word. A word is a word. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like I said, if I'm in the meeting and my boss tell me to get the fuck out, we gonna have we gonna have issues. You know hey, what man, I mean? I've had bosses out here talk to their kids. <laughs> Like punks, and then try to hang up the phone and get tough with me. And you have to tell them, look, let me tell you one time, I'm a grown ass man. But see, you talking what you're talking about is the culture. Yeah, like yeah. the culture we grew up, the way the coaches were able to talk to the kids. You're seeing now in in college when 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 coaches get caught in the kid's face. Yeah, that shit is not flying no more. Yeah. You know the Bobby Knight shit where he culture. would throw, yeah. he would throw like you can't do those things no more. And you're talking about the same culture with. With the people with supervisor mentality that that are in charge of people that feel like oh because I have this position now I can talk to you any old kind no, of way. No, you're right. Veronica Thornton went on to say, "Cussing is just an expression of language. It has nothing to do with the level of respect. It is people that make the words mean more than they actually do." So. If you say nigga in a soft way, yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe like, you won't hurt my feelings. Yeah. But just say nigga. But it's like, no, you know, it's like, get the fuck get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Or, man, get the fuck out of here. You know, you're going to get two different yeah. responses. Yeah, just get like, the fuck <laughs> out of here. It'd be like that bitch word. Yeah. You could yeah. be like, oh, what's up, bitch? How you doing? You could be like, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And depending who said it, depending, yeah. So, you know, who said it, how you said Sean, you got a Sean Ray got a son that's that age. How would he feel 
if it was Marshawn Lynch taking his son through that drill and telling him to get the fuck out because he ain't hustling. I bet you, uh, Sean, would you have a problem with that? Let me know. That, that's why. Would you have a problem with Marshawn Lynch telling your son me? to get the fuck out? Me? Yeah. Personally? Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. I mean, me no. Would you? No. No, not at not all. Not my son. No. So, he get out there. He done heard that shit before. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't nothing new. This ain't no good rodeo for him. You know what I mean? I mean, when you get it's out there in the streets, you, they gonna talk to him worse than tell him. He gonna hear worse than get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. out there in the streets if he a knucklehead. Yeah, say that. He gonna get worse. Let's say a hard loose. head make a soft. You know what? So yeah, I, I like those Sean P. That because he got a young, a yeah, young man. Yeah, yeah, his son, yeah. his son, really nice. I, I ain't never seen Sean cuss in front of his son, so I wonder. You know, I, I wonder how he would feel. I mean, and, 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 and again, it's, it's, it's the way things are said. When I say I'm a cusser, when I'm expressing myself, especially when I get emotional, I cuss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, but I'm not, I'm not like, you little fuck shit. You know what I mean? I'm not demeaning them. You know, I'm just cussing. Goddamn ass got me out here, motherfucker, it is cold. Oh, you know <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll have to pull you to the side. Right. Like, I'm oh, cussing, okay, but right. I, you know, I'm not calling right. them names, you know, demeaning right. them. So. Now, it has been times I've been around adults who do nothing but cussing for the kids. And it's like, okay, bruh, I get it. Every now and then we all let something slip. But come here. Ain't nothing but kids here. My grandmama's sitting over there. My mm-hmm. auntie over there. Watch your mouth, bruh. Now, though, that, that's different. You on a football field, you hustling. He's seeing this young man not give his all. And you just saying, get the fuck out of my drill, you know. So, and see, and, and Marshawn Lynch, you you know that you old school, you know how it is, and you you know I know how many parents are sitting, were sitting at our practice. You imagine how many parents are sitting at their practices. You know what I mean? So it's like you under even you're more under microscope. microscope, man. And so stuff like this is gonna happen. You have to be able to to adjust. You have to be able to grow with the times. You can't just say this is how it is. I'm from the hood. I'm like that. You ain't yeah, out yeah. there. You 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 you've grown. He's obviously grown as a man. Yeah. You can't still stay rooted in in, in in that behavior. Like, look, okay, maybe I should just change some things up. You can still be hard on the kids. You can still be disciplined without you know telling them to get the fuck out. <laughs> you might have to tell him to get the fuck out. Now, what if you just boy. slapped him in the helmet? Well, it, well, if his mom got umbers with it, then if she, if she's and see that's why it's about it should be about trust. It should be about that's why you like like the idea we we would do. You have a team parent meeting. Me, and I mean, yeah. and year. This is how I coach. This is gonna, how it's going yeah. to go. You that's have to too. and there that would alleviate a lot. There of was that. a respect earned, and you know it's just like with me. I I know where who I wanted coaching my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So when I put them out there here, I trust you. You know what I mean? I didn't, wasn't going to just let him play for anybody. I don't know, man. When I found out Jeff Epstein was coaching my daughter's <laughs> volleyball team, I took her off of it. That's all I'm saying. Who? Who was the coach? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, man, it was, it was a really, really great. We got some comments. She said, so where is the tolerance for people being themselves? Where is the acceptance? Technically, she was she was on his turf. She all in my head today. What, Mister? I mean, but that, that, that's the thing. He he has you have you supposed to develop a rapport with the parents off rip, you know. And I know he got a, a lot of kids yeah, yeah, and a lot of it's parents. Almost impossible. But it, I'm saying, once she approaches him, she right or wrong. When she approaches him, say, "Hey, don't talk to my child like that." You know what, what I mean? That's how she feels. 
and he he needs to respect. He you know he but don't demean her. I, I, I respect I, I, I believe her. Or, or or like look, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cuss at your kid, but this is, the little motherfucker is disrespectful. <laughs> and I've I, seriously, I've had to, I've saying, had dude. to do that to parents. Like yeah. I had to tell them about their kid. Like mm-hmm. look, this is your this is your child. This you might not see this, but this is your child. So when I've had these conversations, you know, and I ain't cussing at your kid. You know what I mean? I, I, we're treating we're treating them fair. Like I, this is where I wanted my kids at. Like because they was gonna be treated fair, so and I'm a part of it. You think we gonna we don't do nothing, mm-hmm. you know, in a mistreated way? So if you coming at me crazy like that, you're wrong. This is your kid right here. I went to the Joe Jackson School of Coaching. <laughs> wow! But you know, you can you can be stern. You can be stern with them. You know, you can get in their face a little bit, but you know, you just. You know, you, I, you know, you have to adjust. You have to be able to adjust. It's not being like he's changing. No, no, I guess You know, you have to make the adjustments. I would say this, though. I did have moms that would say, hey, do whatever you need to do. Like, once they got to know me, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, they would get he, he a little bit harder. You you being too nice to him. Now, this is the mamas. Yeah. You need to get it. Get it. If you need to get in his chest, you got my permission. Because once they know you care, once mm-hmm. again, we, we just yeah, say, yeah. they don't care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. And once the parents say... This this man love my kids like they his. They like you take care you. Especially when they hear you got them. Yeah. yeah. Especially right. a single mom. But I know you know during during the course of growing up with my son, if I met somebody that I know cared about my son, then I'm like, hey, yeah, he can go with you. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh huh. You can talk to him. Yeah. I know that yeah. he mean the best for him. He, he see him out that. here messing up, but he don't want the worst for him. So hey. And maybe that mom didn't feel that with Marcel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think that's probably that's part definitely of the case? Maybe she should have done some more research and she would have known how he is. Yeah. Veronica yeah. said something else. She said, uh, even still, the question remains, did she know what he was about before she signed him up? And did she do it to antagonize him? Yeah, you never know. Because he did say, I want to stop you before you put this on social right, media. Right. And he spoke like, to the camera. Yeah. She must have really made a scene of pulling her son off, too. And and that's why she, I agree with you. She was definitely hypersensitive. She, you know, you don't do that. Hey, before we go, man, I want to think, I want to share this. This is a story. Uh, we had a kid. He was he was, he was was a low, man. He was a low. Like, he was. And his, his dad, his mom went in the picture. His dad. Basically, but his dad, you know, had the breathalyzer attached to him. He just, you know, he couldn't, you know, uh, keep up with the boy. The boy was, uh, you know, it was too much. And he basically gets like, hey, hey, do what you got to do. Pop me in the mouth, da, da, da. Yeah. So he was, he had a meltdown <laughs> one time in practice. And the boy said he was about to leave. He said he wasn't running and he was going to go home. So he walked home. And he didn't stay, you know, too far. So... Practice is over with. His dad pulls up, looking for him, uh-huh. <laughs> and he said the boy said, "Wait, well, hey!" He said he didn't want to run, and he walked home. He said, "Wait a minute!" Took off, went around, <laughs> brought the got the boy from home, took him back to the field, and wore his ass out. <laughs> wore his ass. Out. Was worried about in the car, dragged him out on the field. Oh, if they tell you to do something. You gonna do it? Wore him out and said that if he if he do it again, y'all wear him out, drug him. Oh man, it was it was. Hilarious. Hey, when somebody care about your kids and you truly know it, you know and you know they in good hands. 
allow those people to do what they do. And Marshawn Lynch, you wouldn't be, you know, it's a special kind of job to work with kids, man. And he wouldn't be out there if he didn't, he didn't love to do it. I don't know if it was it might be his a first free year. count. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it was free or anything out there, but he wouldn't be out there. And it's, it's definitely challenging, it's challenging with kids and parents and all that. With I'm that, done. Stick a fork. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, she, you know I, what I mean? I'm done. But, uh, oh, man, thanks again, y'all. The full disclosure show, Dagnamite, we're the first. Bobby Rich Green, Big Dick Dawson, Lisa Lisa. It was a great show, man. It was a great show. Yeah. Thank you all for y'all participation. Tone, Coach, Coach Snell, uh, uh, the, the, the regulars. We got the regulars. Olery, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Veronica. Veronica. Yeah, man. yeah. Tone. And uh, for, for, for me to you, man, uh, it's, it's all love all day. Tell the people you love them that's close to you because they could be gone like oh. that. Oh. And... Uh, Hey, man, thanks, y'all. Thank y'all again. Yeah. Uh, check the podcast on Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Apple, Breaker, Anchor. It's going down, man. Yeah. Happy birthday to Kansas. Happy birthday, y'all. Shamia and Janice. We out. Oh, y'all, Leo. Peace. Peace.